and radical commando retro gaming power. Okay, um, and we're rolling. I'm Anthony. Wait, are you using our gimmick names or no? I don't know. Um, <laughs> did we... Oh yeah, because the episode's lost and we never explained. Actually, we never explained it then either. We stopped, because we were going to explain it. Yeah, we just mentioned our gimmick names. We mentioned it. Yeah, um, yeah. This... Um, Should we let people know that we are coming from the, the world-famous Gamatorium? <laughs> the world-famous... From deep in the heart of upstate New York. That's right. Like, all the uncles who work on video games, not just Nintendo, because we can't get that copyright. No, no. But no, all the uncles, don't, don't. all your uncles who work in the video game industry are here in the Gamatorium. <laughs> that is where, the like, the world-famous Gamatorium. The world-famous Gamatorium. All members of Extreme Game Team 2000. <laughs> uh, that includes uh, us. I am the Radical Commando. And I'm the Wizard Man. <laughs> Which was initially because we had, this was going to be a semi-scripted, Video, video <laughs> intensive. Yeah, video intensive. Th- basically, imagine Game Center, but now instead of a pleasant guy in a jumpsuit, <laughs> it's those. Two, it's two it's skeevy like, guys yeah, two. from uh, <laughs> from the arcade. Do, like, very very basic crimes. Yeah, like just imagine like back in like if you were old enough, remember the arcade and remember those guys that would always crowd around the Street Fighter machines <laughs> and how skeevy and they were. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe passing back and forth a bottle of MD2020. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that was the idea. And we had to come up with ridiculous names. And I'm like, what would a dude who's a douchebag and wanted to sound cool, like a cool gamer name in 1992? Yes. And I'm like, Radical Commando. <laughs> Doing tricks on his skateboard. Yeah. You know, just some, but to be fair, I. would be a typical, you know, just RPG nerd. Yeah. Just a big old nerd. He's a master, you know. You got your, you got I'm a. Ma- I master lots of. Uh, I already see your, things. I could already see your black band shirt on. <laughs> oh, of course. That hits a little too close to home. I have <laughs> one. Acid I have one too. I have a. I still have my loudness shirt that I like to throw on once in a while. That's true. But put on that on with my flame. I look like the radical. I look like the phony character I came up with. Yes. It was just me the whole time. Uh, well, yeah. Surprise everybody. But yeah, that was it, and that kind of evolved uh, into this. But not really. It's just that it's different. It's different now, and yet the same. But we're we might we never know. We we might put on dumb outfits and yeah, play yeah. some well, well, yeah, do yeah. some game center shit. Yeah, of course. With uh, in the future with some bad games. You never know. But uh, speaking of hit up the Kickstarter. So. We need okay. more money for that. Yeah, the kicks get on Patreon. If you if you hit us up at the one hundred dollar uh, golden producer level, golden producer level, yeah. you will. I will draw a picture of you uh, kissing Karnov. And you're an official Extreme Game Team yeah. one thousand member. We we send you we send you a whole kit. Honorary <laughs> member, of course, because you no, know, you're full fledged if you pledge the the record one hundred dollar level. Yeah, sure, full fledged. This is serious organization. <laughs> we can't, we can't. You can't just, just you can't just let people into <laughs> Game Team Two Thousand. You can't just do that. <laughs> and if you and if but if you pledge at the two hundred dollar level, the picture of you kissing Karnov will be on velvet. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, yeah. 
I don't think we're at that level to be be (laughs) for to be begging for Patreon money. Or you get the Velvet Karnov Jesus. Oh god, (laughs) the Sacred Heart of Karnov. Of course. Okay, so um, our what we're going to be doing today is we're going to have our topic, um, and we're going to talk about some gaming stuff. But then later on, we're going to talk about um, a retro game that we played an hour of. Hence. The power hour in the um, uh, <laughs> it was it was it was not powerful this year. <laughs> this was not a powerful power hour. So stick around for that. But right now, what we are going to talk about is Jay wanted to bring up um, the death of single player games. <laughs> well, it's been talked about. It, it's well, it started with what the cancellation of a Star Wars game. Yeah, which uh, I guess could speak to it a little mm-hmm. bit because you figure. If anything, everything Star Wars branded is making lots of money. Mm-hmm. And you think they would have carried it out. But then they announced, oh, well, we're getting rid of that. We're firing everybody. <laughs> but it's just the usual game, you know, BS that you see. I mean, we've been talking about the death of... I mean, uh, one game that comes up a lot <laughs> between us is Bioshock. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, Bioshock 2 had to have multiplayer just like... The most tacked on way possible. <laughs> now I never played. Now I played the first one and the third last one and the last one. So what? What? Now Bioshock these are two, Bioshock Two. They actually had a really good idea. Mm-hmm. The the multiplayer of Bioshock Two never really caught on or anything. But the idea was, it took you back to the moment where everything went to hell. Oh, okay. So it was like that New Year's, which was the whole thing where it always played up that there was a big New Year's party and then everything went chaotic. Okay. And you you took you came back, you know, in the in that era afterwards where all of a sudden now everybody's drug addicts and <laughs> supposedly that was how they set it up for the for the multiplayer to give you an excuse to where everybody kind of had powers but not really right. and it wasn't that full you know the the whole place is starting to decay that whole stuff hadn't happened yet but that was the way they tacked it on to see if people would actually you know and it, and it was the same thing that they talk about now where it's like the only way you can get people to spend money on your games is if there's a huge multiplayer component that everybody plays forever and then buys loot boxes, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> so, but, I mean, that goes back then and even even farther than that. I mean, people are always saying, like, oh, well, you know, you got to have multi. Ever since the internet, it's like, well, you got to have multiplayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything has to be, like, Call of Duty or, or Halo. But the reality is, I mean, it, at the same time, everybody's hemming and hawing about the Mario game for the Switch right now, mm-hmm. which is a single player, and then the Assassin's Creed came at, came, mm-hmm. came out, and um, that had uh, they always tried to add some. Uh, they tried to do tacked on multiplayer, but then they've gave up on they've gave up, they've given up on the multi. They actually have, uh, they they realized that the only thing people really wanted was the boat shit, so they made a whole <laughs> game of it, and they're just like, okay, Assassin's Creed is just Assassin's Creed now, and everybody just, you really didn't want that multiplayer. You really just wanted the boats, so yeah. we're going to make a whole game of boats next we'll year. We'll do the boats, yeah, and, and that's an aside. And that's multi, and that's, but I believe that's actually going to be multiplayer only. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, like, online mm-hmm. enabled. The games as service, yes, as they yes, like to. as the as the medium likes to refer to it, <laughs> games as service, <laughs> which is strange because the last two games that I got into were that. I mean, Destiny was built mm-hmm. on that, and then I played a bunch of Overwatch for a while until I gave up because everybody <laughs> was terrible. 
So you're saying that the Overwatch community might be a little toxic. So I think you're saying right now. And and plus now it's like the whole game is they do the whole balance mm. basically because for the pros for the fact of it that oh. it's an esport and then like all the higher up players so like they they adjust things in the game and it just turns the lower levels to crap mm. and i always end up playing at the lower level because i don't um when i started video games way back in the day i you know i would have the sound off because i you couldn't bother your parents because mm. you were playing some horrible video game with a terrible <laughs> repetitive sound <laughs> and so and i never i never turned the sound on in my mm. games since i still there are games where people go well, what you don't listen to the voice actors and all that no i have no idea what they're saying i'm just going to say there's like four voice there's like four voice actors in all of gaming so you're not missing too much <laughs> no unless you want to hear nolan north and talking to nolan north i remember when that became a big thing cuz one of the ga- i think i think it was god of war mm-hmm. that basically didn't have any um uh, for some reason all of a sudden it's blanking on what it's what's the Closed caption. Oh, it had no, uh, had like no like text prompts or anything nothing, like that. Nothing, nothing like well, that. They, no, doing, and whereas all their other games were mostly you'll you'll have some some variation. They might mm-hmm. do like the Bioware games. Sometimes they won't have all of what you're now. I think they do, but at, for a time it was like your your <laughs> the people in your group would be talking. Oh to yeah, each it, other, it would but just that wouldn't be show. But you would all the cutscenes would would have captions. But you just yeah, I remember that would just be text that would pop yeah. up on the screen. And you'd have to catch it. But, I mean, it. going back to, like, even... That was PS2, we got a war. There were still arguments of people like, well, we don't need to do closed captioning. Now they look at it as, well, there's deaf gamers. There's all sorts of reasons I have why no, you should do it. I have no clue why anyone would ever say we don't need closed captioning. Um, Just because it's an extra expense, I guess. And people like to... I don't know. People like to argue. And you got to understand, there were a lot of people, if, if a game didn't have voice acting, they'd be like, oh, it's so ghetto. It doesn't have voice acting. <laughs> Where I was like, what? I don't And the that thing that's all. crazy, at that time, it was new. Like, it that, was was, that was a new concept. It took a big chunk of, yeah. of space, and you were still trying, you know, some games were still, still trying to save that's space. That's still a problem with people, where they don't like the fact that they can't hear. Any, any inclusiveness, people tend to push back <laughs> nowadays, but... Oh boy, that's uh, something we could probably go into a whole lot deeper, but not this time. But like, you know, so, but I mean, I just, that's the way I've always played. I've always played with it off and something else going on in the background, whether it's music or a show or, oh geez, that's my phone. Oh, come on. Of all the people to get something that, why would I put all of me? This number just says United States. As for the location, like normally it would give you like a, a city. It's just a, the United States is calling. This is. And I it, just want to say that this is money. very unprofessional. Yes, it and is. And that we're going but to lose our podcasting I get, license. I get one call a year, so I have no idea how that happened. We want to jump at that then and see who it might be. Oh, yeah, really? No. <laughs> but anyway, you can leave that in there. You got it. Who cares? Um. But yeah, in but the idea with uh, for what what we talk about, which is always retro games, at least going back at least a mm. little while. Um, obviously, we're not worried <laughs> if if right. single player games were to die, mm. we're going to be the type of people go back. But there are a lot now. Most of them are PC gamers, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, if, if anything drops below sixty frames a second, I won't play it. <laughs> 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 it's like, well, um, great, but. I don't really understand that. I had a we had a friend once, um, 
and uh, our it, it was uh, in our group. He he hadn't played games for a little while because mm-hmm. he was from Turkey, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeff, who has been mentioned on the podcast before, like, like a, a, a true gamer nerd of, <laughs> of epic proportions, tried to get him to play uh, Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and he just couldn't. He's like the graphics are so bad, <laughs> and we were like, "But dude, you know, like you know." And he was one of the ones he was gonna play uh, Final Fantasy XI with us. We all bought the the PS2 mm-hmm. um, hard drive that you had right. to have to play that, and we were gonna go. And none of us lasted past like, the for the free month. <laughs> I think I lasted the longest, oddly enough, and I'm the most solitary gamer. But and that that was not a game to solo. <laughs> I only played Final <laughs> Fantasy XI because a girl I was dating at the time was playing it, and that didn't was... she end up playing WoW though? Wasn't that was that the same one? That's a different girl. Oh, okay. she, that was the one you, you liked a lot of multiplayer online <laughs> <laughs> gamers. A lot of a lot of girls for whatever reason at that time were always trying to get me involved in whatever MMO they were involved in, <laughs> which is why now I'm glad my wife has no interest in video games, games whatsoever, whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. like none. No, 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 absolutely none. <laughs> but yeah, like Final Fantasy XI was like it was a thing. I mean, it looked, we did. You know we what? Had to buy a good looking RPG, but that nothing like, else ever used. I don't think I played it on the too. PC. I didn't have to do that, but I ended up getting the hard drive later on. To um, I don't remember. There were a couple other. I think I just. I think I might have just inherited somebody's hard drive. Or they said they used them, but they didn't. You know, oh, it speeds up the load times, and they'd look sideways. <laughs> I think. Yeah, it, sure. oh, yeah, it was because uh, Buddy was trying to like. Uh, he was doing that thing where you could play. Um, Japanese games on it. Yeah, that and he was I doing remember. that, yeah, and were, that's why he. Certain things you could. Yeah, but I never do. played any. I never ended up doing that. He had like a couple games that we played, but like that was it. And like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I never. If I, never I was ever gonna play it. an MMO, I would just play on. I never got into the playing MMOs much on uh, console, except for Fantasy Star, and that was it. Yeah, and that like, you Fantasy just Star online people. <laughs> For the most I don't part, think you never actually. Played. I didn't troll people per se. I mainly just used it as a just talking and bullshitting with people. Yeah. But if people were a dicks, I would be a dick back to them <laughs> because played, it was kind of fun. I I tried the EverQuest Online Adventures, mm-hmm. which was the PS2, the console one that they had for EverQuest. But again, I always played. Even back then, I always played solo. And uh, in per like the idea of single player things, people talk about WoW, and they never acknowledge that one of the things they did was to make that game one of the most soloable MMOs that mm-hmm. had ever come out to that point. Because before that, you really couldn't. I mean, EverQuest Online Adventures, I got to thirty something, mm-hmm. and people would look would look at me like I was crazy. They were like, "How did you even do that by yourself?" You know, <laughs> because you had to grind things that were mm-hmm. so below your level. Because if two things hit you, you die, and that was the way EverQuest was built. And and Final Fantasy XI to this day, I think, is still a lot like mm. that. But I couldn't understand playing a game where there were people who would just sit there and wait for their groups. And I was like, if you're here, why aren't you just going out and killing random things? And that was one of the first things that that WoW did is to say, hey, well, it will make it so that solo players could do it if they really, really wanted to. I mean, it's obviously much easier to group up, kill things way above your level, and then level up that way. But you could go out in a lot of places and not die if you just wanted to level up yourself. Now, 
we this started off as a talk talking about the death of single player, and we we're talking about multiplayer now. <laughs> but but being a single player but, of yeah. But is is that acceptable to you if there if if a multiplayer game offered an experience? To a lot of players, it isn't because I come from Destiny, and I was mm-hmm. a single player Destiny. Destiny, a lot of people think the only reason to play is for the raids, which is the mm-hmm. only thing that actually requires like a six person team, mm-hmm. and you actually have to talk to each other to do the strikes. You did I can do the strikes no problem mm-hmm. with three you know with random people. But there were two things that you needed to like communicate, which was the high-end um, PvP, which is the trials, mm. and the raid, which was you needed six people, and they added like puzzle elements and stuff like that. So right. if you didn't know what was going on, it wasn't like you could just say, well, if I kill everything, we'll be fine. <laughs> there were things that you had to do, places you had to stand. And um, there are people who get mad. They don't think you should be able to like play as a solo player. Well, you're not getting the full experience of the game if you don't play the raids. And I'm like, I played Destiny for almost three years. Obviously, I got something out of it thing, that like I you feel know, like, other people didn't. I feel like if you're playing alone at that point, like you don't that multiplayer is not gonna like, like well, kick you the, over right, and, well, and give you the full like experience. Like I would have raved. So I I wasted my time playing, and I would have really raved about it if I had done the raid. But no, it's like obviously I had you know I got my enjoyment out of it, and it was the same way with WoW. Like I I played through WoW through like level forty a bunch of times just because it'd be like eh this is fun. But then when it got to the point where it's like well I'd have to group up and all that, so I'm not a social gamer. I prefer right. to play by myself most of the time mm-hmm. or on the couch with like a certain number of people. You know, going on and and I was just never that type. Some people like that. Like you would go on and just like scream at people while Rob played Halo <laughs> because you just enjoy yelling at people. <laughs> Whereas like I didn't want to have anybody even I didn't even want to listen to those people. Even in Overwatch I played I played with the sound off. So well, I didn't I know what my I... team was saying and they and people would be like, See, you're holding a back and mm. I I played at a lower level. Mm. It was like a gold player or whatever it was. And I knew what I was supposed to be doing. So I didn't really need people to be telling me, but there was a cap onto what it mm. was. And when Destiny started, you if you didn't raid, you couldn't achieve the highest level. That was mm-hmm. and then they changed it as the game came on to say, well, we've got a lot of people who are playing by themselves. So we'll give them a way to get to the top level where they don't have to play the raid or whatever. And since then, I mean, they've kept all that. Um, but there's always a group of people that are like, no, this is a multiplayer experience and you should raid with your, you know, and that's all they do. And it's really weird to me because it's... I understand that mentality, but only if the game was, like, literally built for multiplayer. Which, I mean, the MMORPGs technically were. It technically is, but now, like, there's so... There actually is a lot of stuff that, like, is actually pretty good on your own. Like, I was super into uh, Middle Earth Online at mm-hmm. one point. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings Online. Yep. Um, I remember that. I loved it because it was a great recreation of, like, the books in my mind. Not the movies. Like, it was kind of its own thing, but you got to explore the whole world of Middle-earth. Right, right. And it was very easy to play on your own, and it felt satisfying to play on your own. Even though mm-hmm. I played, I was in a guild uh, at the time because I'm, through the forum I go to, I basically just play with all my forum mates whenever I play, like, an online right, game. right. But um, that, I didn't even bother because when it comes to MMOs and stuff like that, people can get, like, really weird <laughs> about, like, numbers and shit. Yes. So I just was in there for support, but otherwise I was just 
doing my own thing. And it right. was so much more fun to craft and do your own shit on your own and just yeah, look around yeah. in this game that these guys it, made. It, but it, that Those games were supposed to be about that. But what happened also, too, you have to remember is, again, when you get down to the business end of it, like games mm-hmm. is, the business end of it, even with Destiny, they've talked about it now. We're like, oh, the end game is about the friends you make and stuff like this. <laughs> Forcing people to group wasn't just about like, well, that that's the way the game was designed. It was like it was designed that way because if you have a guild worth of people who are all like raiding, then you're going to play more. Mm. <laughs> that was what like that. So it was like, whereas the solo players, they're they're thinking at any given time you're going to move on to the next single player experience or whatever you're gonna you know as whereas i mean i guess to a certain extent but it depends on what games scratch your itch it's like you you prefer almost to wander around worlds and see yeah. what you can see whereas like so if a game provides you that you're gonna keep playing right with me it was like i when I bought the Borderlands games, I thought those were going to scratch my Diablo loot itch, mm-hmm. but Destiny did it better because the game, while the guns were the guns were randomized, but they all felt different. Even mm-hmm. if you know the same gun with different perks felt different because it was like the difference between Borderlands and Destiny was like the difference between an arcade racer and like Forza mm-hmm. or Gran Turismo. Right. I mean, it was very much like the guns felt different. That was one thing I'll say because I played early Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to like when they made it good, like when they fixed <laughs> it or whatever. Yeah, when the live team took over and but, made it decent. <laughs> but still. Um, Which was two, I think two expansions later. <laughs> yeah. and But even when I played it, like it was an MMO and I still felt like. It felt good as a shooter, right? And that was what was important to me as somebody who likes right. to play a lot come of from like Halo and stuff exactly. Like that. So yeah, yeah, and it was nice to see that Bungie was like, "Oh, this is a Bungie game. It still mm-hmm. feels like a Bungie game. The, the 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 gunplay still feels like it, even though it's still numbers coming up on there, it's still rolling <laughs> the die behind the scenes." Yep. It still felt good and natural. It felt a lot better than, like I said, like I wanted to like Borderlands a lot, but I never got into it. And uh, again, that's another game where people would say, well, that's because you weren't playing in multiplayer, blah, 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 mm. blah. But it was more the feeling of like the, the guns and everything else. It gave me what I wanted out of that. And I was never, I've never played, even with Bioshock 2, like I talk about being a single player person, I never played the, the multiplayer much for Bioshock 2 because I was like, I'm not a multiplayer person. Mm. Um, I ended up playing the PvP a lot in Destiny, and it was like, well, okay, this is something I can do. But, you know, to a, I never wanted to be, like, in the competitive where it was right. 3v3 and all that. was That was all a different focus. But, you know, and, and in Overwatch, I only liked it because I was like, oh, I get this. Like, it's supposed to be, like, you, you take a role in your team, and it's all about teamwork. Mm-hmm. And that's what I liked about some of the Destiny stuff was, like, mm-hmm. being a team, you know, on the, the team modes more than anything. And then, of course, that kind of started to get ruined. Yeah. And, and As I played... Now, I played a little bit of Overwatch. Right. You started with the beta, right? Yeah. You played a little Now, beta. here's the thing. Like, for me, when it comes to... Now, I'm super into first-person shooters. Right. But I don't really, like... I don't end up buying a lot of them, but I really enjoy right. them. You I really enjoy like shooters. Call of Duty, and you would play it sometimes when you felt like you right. Know. Like I would be like, yeah, I'd be that guy who would just buy like one a year, <laughs> and then I would just play it. But I wouldn't be like one of those guys who's like, yeah, I'm fucking right. so I'm into play it. every single one. You yeah, know, Medal of Honor, Battlefield, whatever. Oh, comes God, out. I don't know how you could do that, but like for <laughs> me, like that's kind of the initial thing that attracted me to Overwatch because. Uh, I'm a console guy now, pretty much exclusively, right. except for like a couple games that I think I only play like 
Crusader Kings 2 and Fire Pro on Which are the computer. Things you can't simulate. I mean, there's no yeah. console equivalent. To yeah, there are no. There no. and supposedly Fire Pro is going to come out on PS4, but I think it's going to be stripped no, down if it does. Yeah, and we've all heard that Fire Pro for ages and ages. Yeah, but anyway, like that's kind of why I got interested in Overwatch because I came from because one of my favorite games back in the day was Team Fortress Classic. Right. Love Team Fortress Classic because I love being. I love because I always wanted to be a support guy. When I right. play any kind of, that's like kind of the weird thing about me is that I love <laughs> to play shooters and aggressive games, but I love to play support. I love right. to be support. Basically, in any game, I can play support. If I'm playing a video game, if I'm playing an art, if, like I'm, if yeah. I'm playing an MMO, if I'm playing a tabletop game, I'm always. I would rather play like a rogue or somebody who can support. Shit, even when I was LARPing, when I was into fucking live action yeah. role play, <laughs> I would be true. like the one guy that you needed to round out your party. I would right. be the one guy in right. the tavern that I need that guy. Yeah, and that was it. Like. That's how I and liked. I was the same way. I was going to be a bard. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, I was like, I'll, I'll do that. I'll go be a bard. I'll be a sweet bard. But yeah, like that's what I'm about. And like Overwatch, like it was kind of like that. But then when I, even in the beta, like to just have people yelling at you, like you're not doing this right. But it's like, and this was the it, beta. Early on, you're like, where wait a second, like, how do you know what's right and what's so wrong? So did you come from the P- PC beta to the PS4 beta? To tell everybody how <laughs> shitty they are, like motherfucker, like real, ugh. Yeah, but like it was, it was tough. And then what's happened to the game now is now it's all about well, everybody's DPS. <laughs> We're gonna take, you know, the, they had one tank was too good at her job, so they gave her missiles instead of a, a tanking ability. <laughs> that literally happened. That literally happened. And they can't fix the the main healer because the. The DPS people were all upset because she could resurrect the people they killed. And they're like, well, you're undoing all this hard work I did getting all these sweet headshots. <laughs> and you're like, come on, guys. It's about being like, if the healer's good at their job, like, that's what's supposed to happen. But they don't, people didn't, almost didn't want it to be role-based. They wanted to be, which, I mean, happens with a Think about, um... What was the one they did that to as far as MMOs? The uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Oh, we used to talk about God. that. How, like, when that started, it had all these great roles you could fill. Now I'm going to then... tell you something about Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> I look forward, because I'm, I'm an old school MMO guy. I also, like, I played EverQuest, like the original EverQuest. Right. I loved it. You know, I had to fucking con my mother into, like, convincing her <laughs> to pay for a subscription because I was still a kid at the time. Yeah. But I was somehow able to, and I fucking loved it, you know? And mm-hmm. I loved playing it. So, like, Star Wars Galaxy, I'm a sci-fi guy. Yeah. So I'm a Star Wars guy at the time. Like, I'm a Star, I was a Star Wars kid. Fucking love it. And, like, it comes out. I, I pre-order it. I get the super special edition. I finally get it, <laughs> and I'm in it. And it's the greatest shit ever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I kind of drift away from it for a while. But then at some point they say, we gotta fix Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> and the reason they needed to fix it was because there wasn't enough structure in it. But that was what made it so good was right. that you, as a person, Just sort of could make your up. own way yeah. through it. You yeah. could find your own way. And if you wanted to be a Jedi, it was tough. Right. And the right. thing, I but the thing is, not that. everybody, the thing I liked about it is that wasn't Everybody People who were playing it weren't all like, let's all be Jedi. Because I didn't want to be a Jedi. I wanted right. to be... They. Do you remember that shitty uh, fighting game, the Masters of Therese Kasai? Yes. For, <laughs> in the game, you could be a Therese Kasai master. <laughs> and I'm surprised that. I'm like, oh, shit, you could do that? So that's what I focused on. So I was right. like out there like punching Banthas in the mouth <laughs> and shit. And it was so fun. But then like that whole... When I wanted to come back to the game later... They had done like the, it was like the, uh, I forget what it was called. 
there was a an expansion the, or the a N, the NGE or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. And it changed the game around totally to make it a like a a weird ersatz shooter and it didn't really work right, <laughs> right and right. you could either be your classes weren't the same classes anymore because classes were kind of open you kind of were an entertainer you could be an entertainer you could be a combat based a brawler yeah could be a, but now it was like you're i it was like now we have all these bullshit like iconic classes put it, yeah put them this was the, the first the roles that fit this was the and... first fucking this was like one of those early times of a uh, five iconic classes <laughs> yeah and it was like smuggling no i don't but i don't want to be yeah. han solo homogenized I didn't, yeah, I, yeah. Basic. I didn't want to be Han Solo. I didn't want to be Luke Skywalker. I didn't want to be Princess Leia. I didn't want to be any of these characters. I wanted to just kind of do my own thing in the universe. Right. Because that was the appeal. And yeah. like, but it never, it had so much potential, but they dumbed it down. But that's part of the issue with the focus on multiplayer games too, is that they, they're constantly changing them to appeal to people. Whereas if you have a, a single player game that you like... You know that for the most part, I mean, they might go in, they might change a couple things. It's at not going to... But they're not going to go in and say, okay, well, what we're going to do is, <laughs> because we got some some bad feedback, we're going to completely change the game that you, you just played through and make it different. I mean, certain things will change. Like, uh, we've talked about the Souls games before. And mm. like I said, with uh, Dark Souls 2, I played through with the character, and then they completely changed the way those characters mm. work. And I was like, well, that kind of made it less fun for mm. me. I didn't want to play through them at, at the same thing. But, I mean, I was already done at the point. It wasn't like that. And they changed. Right. And that was part of the reason they did that with the Souls games was because of the extent of multiplayer. Again, they were changing it because, oh, if they're too powerful, then they're going to go into other people's games and screw everything up. It's not like the, the single player, no, th there was no problems with it in the single player. Mm. It was... So, I mean, that's what, the other reason. I don't like it when somebody comes in and tinkers with my games. You know, like mm. they said with Overwatch, it was like, yeah, I didn't like it that I was constantly having to... One day I turn the game on, oh, here's a new patch, and now you have to learn how to play your character. It's completely different. And you're like, what? But, what? <laughs> you know? Right. And, you know, and with Destiny, it's been up and down. The, good, the only thing they do right is they don't tend to change something so drastically that you're just out of nowhere. But... At the same time, too, there'd be, like, months at a time where, you you know, one gun would dominate the whole game. And if you play PvP and you didn't have that one gun, you were screwed. Well, Jay, <laughs> when it comes to games as service, it's about, it's about servicing the end user. <laughs> which will usually mean changing all kinds of crazy shit around. But it, it's, <laughs> but it is good. And like I always say, that's the one thing about having older games. You can always go back. And we know that single-player games won't die on our end. Mm-hmm. Um, so that if there is, like, for me, whether it's for me who just likes to play solo or if it's for somebody else who just doesn't want their game messed with, mm -hmm. you know, wants to log into the same game that they left two months ago, whereas with the multiplayer games, the way they're changing them, that a lot of times it doesn't happen now. We just, you know, the game's going to completely change, you know, maybe because of esports or whatever mm -hmm. else. And it's, uh, I don't know, I... I I don't. I think they'll always be high end single player games, mm -hmm. but um, it, I definitely understand what they're saying. It's a lot easier for them to make money mm -hmm. if they just release a. You know, that what's the 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 biggest selling game on the the Xbox One was the add on addition to that stupid free to play game, the, the Fortnite. 
um, that turns it into oh yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. player unknown battlegrounds mm-hmm. yeah uh, I play it all the time they, they, a ba- they, battle royale yeah, they just literally they called, called it battle, it battle royale, <laughs> which was the concept player unknown yeah. was ripping off which is entirely and it was like that's the easiest thing they could possibly do and now you've got the Call of Duty World War Two where I'm watching videos of loot boxes literally airdropped into oh, World War Two now I'm gonna <laughs> now I'm gonna say something about that now. Um, my grandfather was drafted in World War II, <laughs> and like it's hard for me like to not think about the <laughs> like just these whole like these like loot boxes like falling down, like but hey, like George, check out the new hilt I got for my knife. <laughs> but like just airdropped it in. These games are still so hung up on the idea of being respectful. Yeah, and, and like, I kind of on I, one hand, but. They, I think they, they gotta make money. They need to ditch it like so (laughs) bad because I'm not gonna lie, and anyone could be if you have issue with this. I'm probably gonna play the game because again, one shooter. I allow myself one shooter. (laughs) Right. And I've been playing fucking. And you're on PS4, so you can't play Destiny 2 with me anyway. Yeah. If you have an Xbox, if I I make you get Destiny. If I have, (laughs) dude, when I if. If I get an Xbox when I when we finally make that Patreon money, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna get an Xbox so I can fucking play an M- I can play Destiny with someone who's not a dick. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the gift to myself. Um, but no, like uh, I'm gonna get it. But the thing is, is like I wish they would just kind of tone it down with well, like even, the seriousness a little bit but because even when they things went are so into fucking space, silly. They just did one where they went into space, but they made and they that so the, fucking well, serious, serious, and it was like yeah. about like forever war and all this other shit and like (laughs) the future the future of drone warfare but it's like motherfucker you're fighting in space i don't don't know why they have to feel they feel they have to be so serious about it i guess they just i mean there's a lot of other like i understand like i like i understand like it's kind of like the melodrama that they bring into it well it's like i said like and then then to completely switch it up for pvp when you got people doing bong hits into their microphones you know and it's just like he's talking about me (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's all i remember is i remember playing like you i'd be over your house and you were like well we'll we'll play we'll try some call of duty multiplayer that's all everybody was doing in the damn room i just hear that's not true some of some of them were swearing at their children but no like some of them might have been taking but like what i mean (laughs) that was me too um but again like i said like i so like i have like a connection to this like to world war ii like in like in my family right and like i just find it so funny that these guys want to be like respectful i guess yeah but like and they do it they, they, you know? because it's like we really care about the veterans and we really care about this conflict. But it's like to me, it's like you but really how can don't we make it so you can buy a flame pattern for your flamethrower. I'm just thinking, like guys, just fucking just go fucking full Hellboy with this shit. Go fucking full Indiana Jones. It's and just make it goofy never, as hell. Never try, but they're worried. I think they're really worried. You could tell after they did Space and they had to go back to World War Two. They were worried that they got so much bad. It, you I know, think people, people were, were so mad about it being in space the other thing i think i think there's a there might be a little bit of a a metaphysical part like a kind of a psychological thing where i think maybe people are feeling the fatigue of fighting current conflicts (laughs) and then that was learning that those conflicts your fight we're going to be fighting these conflicts 
into space and it was literally called <laughs> infinite warfare and forever war is a term that gets thrown around in politics all the time and yeah. then to basically call your game for infinite warfare i'm sure people kind of got fatigued so it's like let's just it's go like back how, to like the homeland game wouldn't come out now where we're fighting <laughs> north korea <laughs> Like people yeah, like, people, uh, step that one back. Yeah, that was bit, yeah because know? I remember everyone picked North Korea because well we can't pick China because we don't want to do that. Yeah, that and we'll pick North happen. Korea because what'll North Korea do to us? <laughs> what'll happen there? They can't do it. Let's pick a, a country that'll never do. It. Boy oh boy. Oh jeez. But everybody and you know they just came out with the Wolfenstein one, which is uh, all about like the Nazis having taken over. And, you See know, now why so don't they do it in that direction like, if they're gonna do well, it? Well, even that some people are like on edge about. Yeah, Nazis. Like, yeah, yeah, Nazis. They don't want to shoot Nazis. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, it's like the Far Cry. Like they, they've, <laughs> you know, immediately they come out with it. It's like, oh, it's a white genocide simulator. <laughs> Like, come on, guys! What the, they're obviously not going to release that game, but it's actually, did you actually see when they released the footage of the game? The guys are not actually white supremacists in the game. It turns out they're it's just, just cultists. They're they're it's a multi ethnic gang of cultists. Right, right. So you don't really have to. So like, they're not actually the Michigan militia. They're just you know they kind of painted that way. But they should have been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like there does seem to be a thing with a lot of these games they don't want to drop the whatever they, they feel like they need to be serious the ones that go too far out they pay, I guess they feel don't get the support I don't know I, it's, it's weird you know? I just don't want to have to think about actual loss of life like when I which did, with the Call of Duty games you could not put away they they either if they did the campaign they thrust it in your face and even the otherwise because it was so like real looking and they tried to they strive for realism you're like, the last one I played seriously was Black Ops the first Black Ops right because yes, that yes. was so buried even I played through that that one. was buried in so much crazy conspiratory bullshit right like, like conspiratorial bullshit like yeah, it was all yeah, conspiracy was, based yes, yes and it was black mind, it was mind about control mind control and then you find like out that, that you yeah. might be the you might have pulled the trigger on yeah, Kennedy. You find like, out what those numbers that keep repeating. Yeah, yeah. It had a really cool, but it was a really cool it story. It was like sci-fi, but also. And like, yeah. it was Vietnam, and like, Vietnam is a horrible fucking conflict. But they made sure to like, make sure that the game is totally based in like, bullshit, like men's adventure paperback land. <laughs> yes. But then when Black Ops 2 came out, which I played, it started out with the, I think it was the guy from the first game, and you're his son, and he's a shitty, abusive dad because he has PTSD. <laughs> oh, God. And then at, at one point, there's a level oh, where you man. go to Africa. Now, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 and you're, yeah, yeah. you're one white guy on an arm, like an APC, like a carrier, and you just see a sea of tribesmen brandishing. <laughs> I, they were brandishing, like, I think machetes. Yes. And they were just yelling and screaming, and you just see nothing but a sea of them. And I'm like, who the fuck was like, <laughs> this is good. Like, this was a, such a sea change from, like, there's uh, there's a th that Russian guy you really keep seeing isn't really real. He's a thing that got put in your head. Right, And right. it's like, oh, that's cool. But now it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. now we're going to go, your dad's an asshole. But that's okay, because now you're a Marine now, and you're going to fight the savages and the oh no 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 i don't want this game this isn't the game i wanted that's another thing though where you have to understand like half the people who buy that don't even play the campaign and like, that's they literally the, just and that's what jump i in pvp and you're like well then why are they make you know but they still they they can't if they feel like oh if we drop the campaign we drop the single player campaign people get upset they're not getting the whole game they paid for which I'm sure some people would do, but Call of Duty's gotten to that point where most of them would. They'd support a I'd go, online. I'd go straight DVD to the mall. 
I go straight to the multiplayer with a lot of these games. Yeah. Like straight to it. Like the only the only one I remember that that you and I always disagreed with was fighting games. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, well then why can't you have like a single player where fighters are locked and stuff where you were like, I'm gonna go play PvP right now and mm-hmm. all the characters have to be immediately unlocked and I'd mm-hmm. be like but what's the problem? And like, what's the problem with unlocking stuff? And it was one of those things where I mean, mostly that's been abandoned too. But like back in the day when I would try at a fighting game, that was the only thing I could do was like I kind oh, of... fight to unlock fighters or fight to unlock this, and that was the only function you had. But you know, I understood. I understood too that fighting games weren't made for me as a solo player. Nobody's you know they add those modes, but they're mm-hmm. almost you know it's like well most of this is for these people like you who want to go in and beat people up and brag about it. <laughs> well, I don't want to. Bra- I don't want to brag about oh, it. Oh please, I you just... still tell stories about how you beat me in every fighting game except one. I beat you in every fighting and game I, except I one. I tell that story all the time. I'm glad you do. I, I kicked your butt in Guilty Gear, and it's still one of my favorite memories. No, you're better at me. You you were better. You're better than me in Guilty Gear. Only I'll, with May. I'll I was see, only. I can only play I'll with May. I'll see to that. It. That's fine. <laughs> I'll tell you. Like I don't get a lot of. When you, uh, I think, um, when you get to a point in your life, you really don't get a lot of joy out of being good at video games. It might be fun, but you don't get a lot of joy out of it. So all my yelling at people on the internet, that was fun in my 20s, but like, shit, even in my later 20s. People like who say, well, like if I'm losing all the time, it's not fun. Like with, oh yeah. Because that's another problem with multiplayer games. If you're not good at them, it's like, well, where does the fun come from? Because you can't. People say, "Well, you get good," but if, there's always going to be somebody better at Here's these this, games that's than the you. Thing, Whereas like, a single-player game, I play through, I beat it. All right, we're done. You now, know, as I, much I, as I do believe that, it. I think like you, re- if you're playing a game and you want to play at a higher level for whatever reason, quote, for, unquote, yeah. yeah, if you really feel that you, I feel like you should just learn to know know what you're doing. You right. should just learn it right. because otherwise, they're gonna have to screw around with the inside of the game. And it's just going to turn everything into a bland mush yeah, yeah, to yeah. balance everything. Right. But on the flip side of that, you can't have like you can't have people like who are so much higher just beating <laughs> the holy just hell. Constant. And that's unfortunately what happens to a lot of like fighting games and stuff because the only people are left are so good at it, and anybody who buys it at a cheap price to just try it out that's, jumps into the and that's a, and, get, and I'll gets I'll destroyed. go with, and I'll go with, along with you on that. That actually is a really fucking big problem because you have and these things. almost nothing you can do about it because what else can you do? You know what else can you do? Like I have Tekken. Like I have I have Tekken. Like I have Tekken Seven. I play it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, if somebody, like, the next time it's going to go on sale and I play online, there are going to be people who don't know how to play. New, yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not going to get any joy playing against those people either <laughs> no. because I'm not a little jerk who thinks, like, yeah, I just beat a guy up. This yeah. is good for me. Right. Like, no, it's going to be boring. It's That's boring, too. Yep. Because, like, I think, though, that is more of a case of we need to, like, figure out how to make better, like, matchmaking Stuff like well, that. Well, that, that that's that, a lot with the multiplayer game. But again, that's a thing with multiplayer like, games. If we're forced to all go to one thing, I mean, it would it, it really, you know, there's just so many different types of people, skill levels, different types of ways we all play these games that without, you know, and like, like we both say, I, I don't believe single player games can possibly die, but mm-hmm. we need to look at it. We are in a place where they're not as profitable. Mm-hmm. 
And so we're going to see a lot of multiplayer games taking over a lot of those spots. And all we can really hope for is that they continue to let us play solo if we want to. And, you know, make concessions to the idea that, hey, these people are playing this game not because they love multiplayer games, but because we're not making as many single-player games anymore. And they're stranded, and they don't know what else to do. Now, do you feel like mm, this might be, um, when people say the death of single-player they mean just the death of like um, they're just concerned about the death of narrative. They're look at a lot of them are saying that like that because and those are the games that will be first to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because but a lot of that too is well, there's kind of a reason for that as um, some of those games. What was that one first game that came out for PS4 that was like two and a half hours long? And they talked about how beautiful it was, but it was two and a half hours long. And it was just, it was just, they were, people were making these single player games that were so short Mm -hmm. and so thin. And you were just like, this is ridiculous. You know, it wasn't like, um, and then you have, well, you have, you know, downloadable content expansions, stuff like that. But your, your initial run through would be so short that people are like, well, why do we need this to stay out? You know, and a lot of it was they were just trying to be like movies. And when you make a game to just be like a interactive movie, you're going to get a game that's about as long as well, your average is, movie. People love those Telltale games, and that's kind of basically what uh, they are. That's a that's a completely different. That's kind of <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole episode to get me ranting about Telltale game. And I come from the era of. We both come from an era of adventure games, but Telltale to me, uh, I I love adventure games. I don't. <laughs> you I'd know what? I'd rather go play Seventh Guest. I'll never, say <laughs> I've never gonna, played a Telltale game. I'll say this right about Telltale games. Um, I wouldn't even say like I wouldn't even think of them in the same way I would think of an adventure game. I think of it, it just really as, is like, differently. Yeah. I played through the Game of Thrones one because I watched uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and I played through the game, and you know what? I like Telltale games not as adventure games, but as almost like a kind of choose-your-own-adventure deal where you can just pick your own flavor for what goes on because right, it yeah. turns out you really can't affect a lot of what actually happens. No, no. But I do like being able to affect the background of things. So even though it, well, it, it might end up a certain way, I kind of colored the story a particular way. was the Wolf Among Us. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the only one that I ever actually played. I played the first, whatever. They would always give mm-hmm. me the first one. And I kind of wanted to see that through. One of the only things that made me not want to see that through is that I also tried out the Walking Dead one, mm. and that was such melodramatic bullcrap. Oh my god! That I never wanted to see one. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Everybody was talking about like how touching that game was, oh god. and it was the same thing with The Last of Us. And I had the same reaction well, to both yeah, these yeah. games, where it's like you're putting a child in danger, <laughs> literally to get my attention, so, so that you can feel these tugging at the heartstrings. But the moments. thing is. That is so nakedly a grab for my uh, like emotions, t- emotions yeah. you're, you're that clearly... I'm gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not falling for that. Yeah. That's like, it's like one of, the, it's kind of like I said, like about like Call of Duty, where it's like, it's there's something off about it where it's still a game, but it's so serious. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, it, it's just, it doesn't scan right for me. So I'm like. Oh no! I'm not buying into whatever you're doing. What well, was like the, the Dead Island tra- trailer being so oh, different from the actual game? Yeah, you, and you were like, you know, I, I here I am. I love the game, and I looked at that trailer. It's like that, that does not want me to play no, any game. I like. With I really like playing Dead Island. 
that trailer almost made me go like, I'm not yeah, gonna fucking I don't want play that game. Well, you wouldn't have played it if I had made you. I mean, at yeah. that point, I was I was the one who kept telling you about it and being like, no, you have to try this out because of how different it yeah, is. Yeah, and I'm glad you got and on my ass about it. Was, <laughs> you know, because of the the hand to hand combat and everything of the zombies was completely different than anything anybody expected. You know, we didn't have games like that. That's hilarious though that they had like this super serious trailer, oh, but God. then when you start the game, yeah, you good. got a dude rapping "Who do you voodoo, bitch?" and you got that dude. Yeah, it was, you it was open the game with that uh, completely from the other side but that was another thing that was the with these trailers that's what everybody has to do you make these like cinematic style trailers and you you make it believe like you're gonna have this kind of cinematic game and and i think those games are gonna thin out i I don't think we'll see those kind of first player narrative game i mean even the bioshock team breaks up and everything like that and they had the best track record of anybody Mm -hmm. of being able to make these kind of style games but everybody said well that's not what's where games are almost going. You know, it's everything's kind of well. Like, what about stuff? For instance, like uh, uh, Bethesda games are perennially popular. They're not. Well, they're never. People have their problems with the them. Open, open style games like that will never go anywhere because, again, I feel like those are games you can play however you really want to, mm-hmm. and um, and the the story is only part of it for a lot of people with those type mm-hmm. of games. I mean, my big thing with the as I've tried to get back into certain Bethesda games, I always find that I'm just not willing to invest the time right. at times because I start realizing I have to stop and pick up everything I see. Right. <laughs> and there's a part of oh, me that's yeah. going like, either I want to play a story-based game or I want to play a regular game, but I don't necessarily want to play a game where I have to loot every box I see mm-hmm. and like take take everybody's clothes off and sell them or else I'm not going to have enough money. How did you feel about The Witcher 3 or did you not play that? I played some of The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. I could not get into it. Yeah. Um, I think there was a little bit of a similarity. There was a little too much going on. I would have rather preferred that to be a, a more narrative-based game almost. From- it was like there was so – it was like the wide open parts mm-hmm. of it were discouraging me a little bit because I still – it was locked in a narrative, but it was also supposed to be wide open. And right. I was like, uh, this is pulling me in two different directions. There's part of me that thinks I should be – looting everything and doing all this stuff on my own but i'm still gonna be this witcher dude who has this story he's gotta get to i actually really like the witcher because it made me even though you didn't get into it like uh because you still felt that right i kind of it for me it hit it well enough it Mm -hmm. hid that so i never really thought about it Mm -hmm. and the narrative just for like the small quests felt like it was part of a larger thing right. just because of the lore of the fact that you're a monster hunter you're gonna do yeah, the, well, it's that, not like yeah, you're was, just some was, guy who cool in that way yeah so like all these things i liked it plus the tone it was a mature tone but i don't want to say it was self too self-serious because it was like um it was like a fantasy paperback yeah it was yeah. at the level of a fantasy paperback and mm-hmm. that's pretty much i want that's pretty much where I want my narrative to be at well, that like, level. I think you were similar to me in that, like in Skyrim, my favorite part of that game to this day is still the Daedric quests. I felt yeah. like the Daedric quests were so awesome. You could tell everybody on the writing team and everything were like, "We're gonna have fun." Oh, with they this. were super everything into else that. Was, was kind of like, "Well, this is the the typical fantasy stuff we're expected to do." But then you got into those quests, it was like, "Now we can play around." That's and it was fantastic. Those were so great. I don't know why they just don't let like those guys who do that just go whole hog and, and just like and make just, their own game. Just or, make or a, least, I think they kind of did with uh, um. 
it was Oblivion that that had the crazy dudes island, right? Yeah, like that that felt like that's what they did. They said, "Well, he will give you an entire character, an entire expansion to do whatever you want," and you had you just had to go to this insane dudes area. And- the okay, I'll say this: it was a little lol random, you know, kind of monkey cheese humor for me. Yeah, but here's the thing: it was unique enough for Oblivion where it's like. This is totally fucking different, yeah, and I'm into and, it. And, what you and I'm into it. Like yeah, even if it was something that, I, yeah, even if it was something I personally didn't like, it got me into it because it was something different. Right. And right. you could tell whoever was writing it gave a shit about it. They really just was, were like, let's make this different than the rest of the game. So it, that was like, I think that was like one of the ways. Like, oh, but. Bethesda, when they actually want to do work, <laughs> can actually really get you but into things. But they're another one. They're doing and now all the only things I ever see are for the ads. For it was like it was just a free weekend for uh, Elder Scrolls Online. And it was like play the MMO style, and that that's when you can go back to Morrowind. And I was like, with as much as I love Morrowind, it was like that was the one time where you might actually get me. But I don't know which is worse, the fact that I, you know, it, it's an MMO, I don't know if I'm ready for it, or the fact they wanted me to download an 80 gig game file. That's a big commitment. <laughs> to, like, yeah, I played a little bit of ESO. i some it's... hours <laughs> into, into down. I don't have terrible internet, but it's not fast enough right. for me to be doing that. Okay, so anyway, um, to cut this abruptly short, we have not talked about our game yet. We have not uh, talked yes, about the, the, the game. Yes, hour, that... hour. The hour that we spent with um, the legendary... The hour we spent in hell. Ugh. We spent an hour with legendary wings. Yeah. It was legendary. Legendarily bad, am I right? <laughs> okay, like, I I wasn't intent on picking a bad game. And I I wasn't intent on shitting I on don't, anything. I can honestly tell you, I, as, a, as a kid, <laughs> I had legendary wings for my NES. I did not remember it as a particularly bad game. So I didn't think so either. I didn't think that would be where we were going with it. But <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was not as good as I remember as a kid. It was different as mm-hmm. far as shooters go. I mean, because you had the diff- you know switching sides. There was even um, right as we start playing, you know, the first time you flew into the statue's mouth, and we were automatically in a new yep. area, and we were side scrolling versus top scrolling. See, that was kind of cool that you it had the because it was different, and it yeah, it wasn't the unfortunately, same. Unfortunately, it's not a well crafted <laughs> game either because uh, if you're inside, let's say you're inside, and you have the blinking in- invincibility, you can get stuck in the blocks and die. Just you can in get the wall. You, you can get yep. stuck in shit and Completely die. Completely in the wall. You just flew um, right into the wall and died the first time before you realized you could do that. Because the invincible let you fly through the blocks, but <laughs> you couldn't materialize in them. No. Uh you had to shoot through those bullshit like uh you had to shoot through like bullshit pillars and like yeah, uh, the, blocks the, the, in there. The pillars that was, had soft zones where you could shoot through them but it took so many shots that you know it took concentrated fire you had like to have the nest advantage or like me i have my fingers from all the gaming i've done over yes, the years yes, i was able to go yes. rapid fire on it, it. Re- like i said it reminded me of back in the old days when we played the track and field games and all those <laughs> track and field games had like you had to hit a and b as fast as you could and then a b b b jump triple jump and it was like you went immediately to that style, and I was like, I, I even that I go back that long, but I, I never, I never actually did that back in the day either. I always just tried to do my thumb as fast as possible. But um, it, oh god, <laughs> just the memories of that legendary way. The the boss be, oh. and, and plus we we got through what two stages, two in the levels, hour, 
and they were exactly the same. The, they were the, exactly, the levels. I mean, they, the levels you flew the through were a little different. A little, but it was the same. It was vague. Enemies, it was water. Okay, so all you patterns. see, you see water, and you see uh, craggy rocks, yes. and that's it. Vaguely Greek things occasionally. Yes, um, yes but mainly it's the just function of the I, game. Yeah, yeah you I, had wings. And, but like, wait a minute, it was Greek, but you're you have wings and you're you fighting the devil. And, yeah. Yeah, and that was the other thing. You had to fight the devil, but the devil yeah, was the always devil the same. Yeah, the coming up, and yeah, the yeah. one time we were clearly a monster's stomach, or the statue's okay. stomach. Yeah, um, but with like hearts beating on the wall and everything like that. But that was a big thing back then, though. Yeah, it was. And I think, and I brought it up like now. Everyone's like, if you did that now, games be would like, be so fucking disgusting. Well, yeah, I don't think realism, I would. I don't think I, I would. Yeah, I don't think I would, that away. I don't think I would play. I wouldn't play video games anymore if like everything just looked like a meat tube. Yeah, with like random insane. organs, yeah. like just body horror. Because you know that now it'd be breathing in the background. All those hearts would have been beating. And there actually is a game. Gore like, dripping. There's a game coming out like that. I think I forget what it's called. Like you're. I, I don't. I can imagine. You're so. in. You're like in hell or something, and you got to fight yeah, your way out. Yeah, yeah. And it's all meat walls and bio that, yeah. weapons, yep. and it's like oh. Good. Yeah, it's like a all bit biological. Too much. I mean, I've never like, been into that stuff to begin with. I'm not some a of that stuff, person or anything. But some of that stuff is cool, but like sometimes it gets like uh, grotesque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like on Nintendo, like that was like the standard was, for a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, it was just and it like, was so um, unassuming. I mean, it wasn't like you're gonna. Why yeah. was it Ninja Gaiden, for instance? Why was everything <laughs> gross in the Ninja game? Everything was there'd just be gross walls. Yeah, gross enemies. Even before Splatterhouse, this this was happening. Splatterhouse at least had an excuse. But it was the design of shooters back then was just, oh my goodness, it was so... Because uh, everything's slow, but you it's, so you can't dodge Here's things. Here's the thing. I think Legendary, <laughs> Legendary Wings... Wings, you had a huge hitbox. The entire uh, guy is a hitbox. There's no, like, you know, nowadays they'll be like, you know what your hitbox is in your spaceship, and it's smaller than what you see. <laughs> this guy was entirely open. Anywhere he got hit, he was dead. One shot kills you. No. As we know, in these games, pattern recognition is important. Um, mm -hmm, when you mm -hmm. fought the boss, and oh, I remember the specifically boss. the boss, the devil, I guess, which was... Um, An alien this, spaceship. It was a spaceship like that kind of came at you. Half organic, half spaceship. Yeah, it so had like... only shoot the organic part, and it shielded yeah, most it had of the like, time. And it would and have it these little eyeballs. eyeballs. And the eyeballs would just fire... In random, it'd be f really fast. And they were, yeah, they were really. And in fast. random patterns, mm -hmm. which would, in a good game, would be like, and it didn't ooh, seem it kept like me on my toes. Him. I, we, no, I couldn't do you, it. You didn't. We didn't concentrate fire on them for very long, but it, it made no. It definitely didn't give you a sound or like when you fired at the actual boss. The 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 act. The whole screen changed. With you fired at the eyes. Nothing my happened. cyberpunk computer did whine though. It didn't make <laughs> whining noises. But I mean, it was uh, it was one of those things where, like I said, I I re I had the game, I played it. I do not remember it being bad. Like, I, and it was like going back. It wasn't nostalgia. It was just, ooh, this is aggressively hard to play because yeah. it just it was difficult. But you knew the difficulty wasn't didn't have anything to do with you. Almost it was just right. the game was so difficult. And part of that's the old quarter eating design, but. Because this was initially an arcade game. Yeah, so it's still a quarter-eating design. It, it, pretty much most of the... Which is, like, interesting are, to kind of think about 
how like they never changed that mechanic really. Yeah. They just made sure that like shooters just sort of adapted around just, it, but you always still had the, you saw the quarter. The, like, but I don't have a quarter anymore. I paid my money. I should yeah, be able. Yeah, to, yeah, I should be able I, to just jump just through some of this stuff. But that Ooh. a lot of people think like when they look back on Nintendo, though they look back on it like it was hard but fair. Now I've played R Type in the days since, and R Type mm-hmm. is still good. Yeah, which I mean, it was only another. I don't think anyone's going to say system out from. But these NES ones, oh goodness, it was it was rough. It one was of the rough. problems with some of these games is slow down. There's disappearing. Uh, there's pixels that disappear. Yes, yes. Disappearing sprites. Like I remember that was a problem with uh, another. I don't remember if this is an by the same by also Konami or is it Capcom? Commando. I thought that one's. I think Commando's Capcom. I'm not sure. Well, and then because Gunsmoke was right. Not sure. I forget. I remember like because the box I, art, and I think seem to think because I remember like the, the, the problem. Capcom, the the problem with the Legendary Wings was the same problem with the home version of Commando. Is that. It slowed down and shit would disappear. Like it would just be, well, it, it would slow be too down. Mu- yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be there, and then it just comes back and, and like kills when they you, would, and you're like, hey, wait, wait. That was like the original, like when people you, are you like, almost uh, liter- you almost literally realize I, some of this isn't my fault, you know? Like, and I think maybe as kids we didn't that that wasn't th- something that normally occurred to me. Like, you never, I think I'm dying because, but it isn't my fault. You don't have, a, you don't know about latency, processing power. Yeah, the, Those aren't things that cross no, a child's mind. Like pretty clearly, like Legendary Wings was punishing me for a lot of things that weren't my doing. <laughs> but again, Legendary Wings is a. Uh, it's not a very well-made game. It really uh, isn't. No, like and uh, I would not. Re- and I think it was. I don't. We don't uh, look up the time frames or anything before we 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 start. But it, I seem to remember it being rather early too, because mm-hmm. uh, it was a game I had pretty early on. I mm-hmm. think. So I mean, as they did go forward, obviously shooters changed. I mean, they they've remained remarkably similar to how they started mm-hmm. for all the other game types that have changed, but. Um, this was still early enough to where this was very basic and uh, pretty clearly things were changed afterwards to make them more playable. <laughs> but it was rough. It was rough going. I did not expect to see that, have it be that rough. But I mean, we were, we, we didn't blind to pick a game and, and we chose Legendary Wings because mm-hmm. like I said, I, it was a game I had memories of. I wish we played Karnov like I hoped, even though I, I would say see, I'm I pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm good at Karnov. Karnov. Here's the thing. One of the like things I we said, have to do I is don't... we need to open up to more Sega Master System games too, if we can, oh, because boy. those are games I don't have any any history with whatsoever. So if we I have a going very in, small yeah, knowledge of it, so that should be basic. Fun. Yeah, it's going to be something that the Sega Master Systems ones where I have very little um, Nintendo. There were a lot that I you know that I do, but. I remembered Legendary Wings being more interesting, more... and Because even the basic mechanic of, like, switching to the side-scrolling style wasn't that... I mean, it was... Like Contra did the same thing. People forget almost that Contra mm. had the levels where it switched the, the perspective. But it did. You went through the corridors or whatever there, and they, it was from behind. Yeah, and you'd, you'd, you'd go down the... and But the thing is, that wasn't... Uh, those were still well-made. That was still a game... That's Much the thing. better than... That than game Andrea had Green slowed was. down, but that game seemed to almost kind of like uh, mitigate to it. necessarily for it. It seemed like it was better designed for the home market. There were definitely more power-ups, and your, game, your guns changed a lot more. That was the Legendary other thing. Wings had power-ups, It power was kind of stingy. It was it's a struggle to get them... And the and the they weren't you know I I know that there were 
more advanced power-ups too, but we were never able to get no. them that far because you just get the two two stream shot and then you die. And it's like, wait, no, come on. <laughs> okay, uh, could you uh, vamp for just a minute? Talk about legendary wings. Talk about anything. I grabs. Okay. Um, this is all staying in, by the way. <laughs> I'm leaving the room. I'm being super unprofessional right now. But yes, that that is definitely uh, legendary wings was rough, 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 rough. I'm back. Um. But yes. Yeah, legendary wings. Um, I gotta say though, uh, great cover art. Great cover yeah. art. Love yeah. that. Um, yeah. And it was, I mean, Michael it, the Archangel motherfucker with an AK forty seven. I always remember Legendary Wings because of the look, because of the setting, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was different. You know, it, everybody, anybody could do spaceships and everything. You being a guy with wings flying through, you know, <laughs> old areas and all that stuff. So that was interesting, at least. What it reminded me of, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember the name of the game on? Um, it was on Sega Genesis. It was uh, kind of also an ancient Greek kind of deal, kind of ancient world with sci-fi elements kind of thing. Okay. You were on the back of a Pegasus. Uh, I have vague, vague memories of a game like that or a game similar to that. Trying to look it up right now. Um... It was interesting, though, that back then you did see a lot. At least people were more... They, they, uh, they did things with settings. Nowadays, we, we everything's kind of pigeonholed into certain design. Whereas back in the day, people would just be like random. You know, what if we all just got on ostriches and, and played Joust? Uh, <laughs> there was actually a lot of... You know, you know I, I will say that no, there was just a lot of... Nothing ever really explain why we're all on ostriches. But hey... Let's just do it. It was just happens. a weird design choice, you know, but it was still yeah. it was still Instead the same game as the we'll joust day. on 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 these ostriches, and there'll be eggs. You joust know, was a in. joust was a great game, you know. And I think joust. I don't want to. Was a very basic design. Yes. Always make sure it was right when you're in someone's face and, to just jump real fast. And, and, that, and those, you know, the, the, the old school with the with the two player. And like we said, the, the first time we ever you know get get set up for streaming. Uh, we're going to play uh, the original Mario Brothers. That sounds Everybody good. Everybody doesn't forget that there isn't a... Before they were super. I got to keep keep pushing that idea. Before they were super. So we're at they an hour. Bros. We are at an hour five. I'm going to wrap it up here. Yes. I want to say... Um, if From the world famous Gamatorium. From the world famous Gamatorium. Stream Game Team 2000. <laughs> in beautiful upstate New we York. Wel- we welcome we welcome all, all people to join up with Extreme Game Team 2000. That's right. We will, um, we will go into the next millennium. <laughs> all are welcome in Extreme Game Team 2000. Hell yeah. <laughs> but it, we, we, it, It'll be really high on the Kickstarter if you want to actually come tour the world-famous Gamatorium. Yeah, that's going to cost know, a lot. But if you pay... I mean, you know... If you pay more, you will get a Game Team 2000 jumpsuit. So you well, will be yeah, officially we'll part the of the team. We'll have the t-shirts and the stickers up, up, at the, uh, up soon, so... But if you want to get in touch with us, um, you can go to, I don't have it up. Where did it go? Um, I set up a Twitter for us. Uh, <laughs> shit. He had it looked up. I had it right here. But then it, it disappeared. I had it. I'm. Oh, my God. This is the worst podcast. Um, you can go to at Retro Power Hour. 
on Twitter. Heck yeah. Uh, there's nothing up on there now. I'm going to put up the first episode later and then this episode later. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to get in contact with uh, me or Jay through there. Or you can contact Jay at WizardMast E1. Yeah. So I, I went old school like uh, AOL. <laughs> You know, somebody had Wizard Master, so you just let it, let it you know, random number at the end. So uh, type uh, in Wizard Master, dump the R, put in a one, and you'll find him works. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you have any suggestions what you would like us to play. Yeah, always, uh, always comment. In. Yeah, uh, comment. Because we're open. <laughs> we're, 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 we're going from here in the... But the the one thing we'll we'll, we'll be doing the power hour every week. We'll grab a different game, and if somebody says, "Hey, try this game," well, that's what we'll do because mm-hmm. we're we're gonna go pretty random on any of those old school games, just to get bite sized little cl- glimpses back into our past before we do like whole playthroughs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will do, and we will be doing Captain Novel and so. Yeah, that's gonna be a very <laughs> special episode. The so only di- to the only diabetes video game in existence. I'm pretty sure. I think it's still the only diabetes based video game in existence for now. For yes. now, you it, don't know. It, maybe that maybe that's yeah, what comes until after. My, until my gritty third person shooter <laughs> diabetes based <laughs> game comes out. <laughs> but if you want that to happen, please contribute to our Patreon. I'm just kidding. We don't have a Patreon uh, yet. Yep. <laughs> I don't think we have enough view. We don't and have we enough viewers. Still, have visitors need, for Patreon. I still need to do the uh, the design of the uh, Extreme Game Team 2000 T-shirts. Yeah, we're still we'll going to be one hour tees at some point. <laughs> we're going to be getting, so yeah. We have a lot of shit in the pipeline, um, and it's going to be here eventually, I yes, guess. Yes. But yeah, stay tuned. Um, videos coming up. I'm going to try and do something, maybe a special video about Color Dreams games coming up soon. Um, <laughs> very special. Color a very special game. episode about Color Dreams games. And I'm going to try and get everything set up for streaming so we can maybe stream sometime, uh, maybe over the weekend. Soon, yeah. Yeah, very soon. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, uh, like, share, subscribe. I don't know where we're actually at right now. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I, I gotta, don't know. I got to start a YouTube channel and put the put the shows up on YouTube yeah. as a as a, you know, regular file. So, yeah. once we get that, we'll we'll shout it out. All right, but uh yeah, um thank you and um I love you. <laughs> we love everybody. Yeah, let's um Game in peace, yeah, everybody. Yeah, come let's, on. Let's all be kind. To let's each game other. in peace. Let's not. <laughs> let's just take this week to not throw any slurs on the internet at anybody yeah, over a video yeah. game. How about that? Try, yeah, that right. Give that a shot, guys. All right, see you next time. <laughs> game.